Welcome to World According to Noah. Your voice started cracking a little bit there, didn't it? Yes. Well, I'm the one that's got the kind of sickness this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I'm <clears throat> sick. Seems, it seems like it keeps passing between the two of us, doesn't it? Yes. So, how was your week? Good. Ready? I, oh, I forgot to tell Dad something. So... We um. Do you want to tell me this live on the podcast? Yes. Okay. So, at school, um. So we were doing an egg drop thing. One of our people checked out, and I tried. So, um, we were testing um our egg drop with our egg. Yeah. In it, and we accidentally broke. No, no. So now we're going to have a zero. A zero? Yeah, because we weren't... Sp- I didn't hear Mr. B, and he said, don't test with your um egg inside your thing. You probably should have waited till after the podcast no, the to re- talk about this. The reason <laughs> was because I didn't catch it. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a little while. Other than that, how was your week? Good. We're a day also, late recording. Also, if you're wondering what I named the egg, I named him Egbert. Well, you killed Egbert. On accident. Yeah. We're a day late recording because... We were on a camp out. That was the big thing this week. We went on a camp out. We didn't really do that much. We did a hike. Fun. We did a pretty good amount. We did a hike and we were... What kind of hike did we take? We were at Oak Hill. Oak um, Mountain. Oak Mountain, whatever. And we um did a hike on the bird trail with a, a tour guide, and then we took another hike to get <clears throat> to the bird sanctuary, real bird sanctuary, which we didn't really see yeah, that she, much. She wasn't really a tour guide. She's somebody that works with the birds up there. And she was explaining the birds to us. But she did lead the little hike with us and told us all about the birds, right? Yes. And then we walked another half mile to where the sanctuary is. And, that's, and it that was horrible. Be- but we saw a snake. We saw a snake. Which we weren't Where prepared. did you see the snake? It was in the water. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that snake. I saw the snake on the, which, the trail that you didn't see. Which we weren't ready for because all the boys were in the front and Jeremy was in the middle. Yeah. But Jeremy was supposed to be in the front. So all we saw really up at the top was a bald eagle. Um, an owl. An what owl. Kind of, it was an owl. In the owl that looks like Harry Potter's. I didn't go in there. What I have the, a joke. Go ahead. Who's Harry and likes pottery? Harry Potter. And you kind of gave that one away. I just guessed. And then we, you did the, uh, had a fall festival out there, so you did a bounce house, and we had some 
vendor food. Which was very nice. Very nice. And we petted lots of dogs. Yeah. We saw a really pretty Great Dane at the Shelby County Humane we Society. We buying it. No, we didn't. It's too big for us. And I learned a new dog type that I really like. It's called a Pomeranian. It's like one of those very fluffy dogs. Yeah, they're the little tiny fluff dogs. That's why I want them because they look so cute and they look like hairballs. Yep. Balls of hair. Want, I don't want a dog like that. Yes. Well. Yes. Yes. You might have to do that on your own, kid. Nope. Okay. So, do we do anything else this week? What did we no. Do? No, we didn't do anything really. Friday night, did we? No. So, this is going to be, since the next podcast is going to fall on Halloween, we probably won't be able to do it on Halloween, so it'll be the day after so, Halloween. So, we ha- so a few listeners from Germany listened to the one that we did um, about the other countries. So we're sorry we um, didn't um, do it because we you didn't do it in time. But now we're speaking about your ghost stories and Alabama ghost stories. No, we're doing Germany ghost stories. Spooky because Germany, Germany yeah, on, ghost I... stories to keep you up, oh, you Listen. awake at night. We're doing Germany, but then we're doing the United States. Whatever. This is going to be our Halloween extravaganza part Two. No, part one. No, we already had one last year. Yeah, but that. Wouldn't this be spooky? Spooky. Spooky Germany. Spooky. Spooky Germany and United States. No, because this is our Halloween extravaganza. No, it isn't. This is our last Halloween one for this year. No, it's got to be on Halloween. That's what I was just trying to say, but you interrupted me. And we may do some tests of some candy corn. We don't know. But that won't be Halloween. Deal with it. Because Halloween is on Sunday when we usually record. And we can't record on Halloween because we got other stuff we'll be doing. So we can't record until Monday. Yes, we can. Can't record until Monday. Yes, we can. Okay, so this is going to have to be our Halloween episode. Right? Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to read you a few of these Germany tales, and I want you to tell me if one of them sounds quite familiar. Probably not. I bet it does. Der Frankschutz. Der Frankschutz, which means what? The marksman. The marksman. A master marksman finds himself unable to catch any wild swine or deer in the dark autumn forest. One day he is approached by a mysterious peddler wrapped in a cloak that conceals his face. The peddler offers the marksman seven bullets with one condition. The first six bullets will hit whatever the marksman wants them to hit, but the peddler will choose the trajectory of the seventh. The marksman agrees. You know what that means? Does that mean he gets to choose where he gets to shoot it? The first six are going to shoot and going to hit whatever the marksman wants it to hit. The seventh is going going to shoot and will hit whatever the peddler wants it to hit. Idiot. Yeah, that's not smart, is it? No. The marksman quickly earns himself a reputation as the best hunter in the village as he brings home wild boar after wild boar. 
He catches the eye of the prettiest girl in town and they fall in love. How did he, he quickly earn, he's only got six bullets. Maybe there was wild. How big are these wild boars that he makes himself so popular? Probably very big or they were all in one line and they didn't see him. You think he shot more than one with one bullet? Probably. I don't know, he'd have to to make himself that famous. But all too soon, the marksman uses up all six bullets, and when he shoots the seventh, it goes astray and hits his love in the chest. I thought I was going to hit his head. No, I, you didn't see that coming? When he fell in love with the prettiest girl? No, not really, because it, he could We don't know. <laughs> the peddler appears to be uh, to the distraught marksman and reveals himself as the devil. Live a pious life, repent your hubris, and you will be reunited with a girl after your death, the devil tells the marksman. The marksman tries, but he is overcome by desire for another girl in the village, and he marries her instead. One year to the day after his bullet pierced his original love's chest, he is riding the forest when he comes across a clearing where skeletons dance around cold flames. That's kind of creepy. One of the skeletons, the girl's, waltzes with him all night and the next morning the villagers find the marksman and his horse dead at the edge of the forest. <laughs> I hated him. You hated the marksman? Yeah, he's greedy. He doesn't <laughs> care about women and that's my reason. Folk tales about Freitschweitz, or I don't even know how to say that, were common in the 1500s, 1600s, and 1700s in Germany. The first tale was written down in, you want to say that? Das Ganschenberg. <laughs> Which is supposed to mean the ghost book, a collection of German ghost stories and folk stories compiled in the 1810s and published in five volumes. Okay. No, wait, it's Das Ganschenberg. Something like that. I can't see it because I'm far away, so I don't know how well, to say it. That's the best I can do. Das Ganschenberg. Gespen Birch. Okay, next right. one. Can you say that? Writing Fling von Helmland. Which means? The cat, ra- the rat catcher of Helmland. The people of Hamlin in Lower Saxony are dying from the plague sweeping through Europe. We're sorry if we, that's not oh, Hamlin. Oh, it's not how it's, that's not how it's said. We butchered it, but hey. We're sorry. We might not get these right. Desperate, they hire a pipe player to lure the town's rats away with music in hopes that doing so will save the town from sickness. Oh. The piper like... does, in fact, save the town from the plague, but the ungrateful town folk refuse to pay him. And in revenge, the piper plays his pipe to lure all the town's children away. And he pipes until they walk into the sea and drown. Do you recognize that? I was going to say Red Robin Hood. No. The Pied Piper. No. <laughs> huh? How did she make... Oh. It's not a flute. And I don't think he's a person. The Pied Piper, which is what this... what The, the Pied Piper is based on this story. It's a Grimm's fairy tale. Have you ever heard of Grimm's fairy tales? Is it a fairy tale that's based different? Brother Grimm wrote a lot of the fairy tales that you know, and they're from Germany. And then he made the the Grimm fairy tales. Maybe, but Brother Grimm 
Which are what? Which are basically the original fairy tale, but dark. So the Brothers Grimm did Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel? Hansel, yes. I thought it was Hansel and Gretel. Well, it's German, so it's Hansel. Hansel. Rapunzel. And Sleeping Beauty. Little Red Riding Hood. Snow White. Sleeping Beauty. Rumpelstiltskin. And we might not say it right, but here are the German words for it. No, we're not even going to try that. I'm going to say the first <laughs> one, the Goose Gale. The what? The Goose Gale. The Goose Girl? This is girl. It says... The communists. But you recognize all those stories, right? Except the goose girl. Yeah, but most of those you've heard before, right? The frog and the prince. Yeah. Cinderella. Those are all from the Brothers Grimm, and they're Grimm. they're darker than the ones that you've heard before. What? Like the Pied Piper. You'd heard kind of a Pied Piper before, but they didn't march the kids all off into the sea. Is this based off a true story? No. I know. They're just stories. I'm just kidding. Annie Swado die, die. I don't know how they pronounce die in German. Die Weissfrau. Die Weissfrau. We're probably butchering no, these a lot. That's close to what it's supposed to be. The die white Weiss, woman. The white Frau. The white woman. <laughs> Let's just say the white woman. Okay. And sorry. Hmm? The name. And Sidal was the lover of the king of Brandenburg, Joachim II, in the 16th century. They lived a happy life together in Grunwald outside of Berlin. On his deathbed, Joachim asked his son to take care of Anna, and the son promised that he would. But after Joachim died, the son threw Anna into the Berlin Spandau Citadel, where she died. Hmm? What's a Spandau? Spandau Citadel? I'm not sure. Anne is said to wander the halls of the Citadel, unable to leave. Look up what the Citadel is. Well, I'm working on it. So that's kind of... You also had to put the Berlin. That's a short story, but it kind of shortened to the point, wasn't it? Yes. You can probably hear us typing or just seeing what it is. That's what it looks like. It's a it fortress looks, in Berlin. That doesn't look like a fortress. That looks like a house. Yeah, but it's got a moat around it. Yeah, but there's a bridge that doesn't go up. Well, it might have at one point in time. Okay. All right. Next. One story. more spooky German story. You mean two more? Two more. Marie. Maria. Maria Renta Singer. Via. <laughs> Being Masso. Masao. Masao. Maybe. It didn't have an, a regular name. Yeah, that, that's, that's just the name right there, right? We don't know what it is. Maria Renata Singer von Masao was a nun with a terrible secret. Once again, if you are from Germany, we're butchering all this and we're sorry. She joined a Bavarian con convent in the 18th century. You mean nuns, in the mid-18th okay, century. mid-18th century. But the other nuns soon became possessed by convulsions and swore that the devil was taking control of them. When officials searched the convent, they found strange robes and poisons in von Massau's room. 
and she confessed that she had sworn herself to Satan as a child. Von Masal was beheaded and burned, convicted of heresy and witchcraft. Which heresy? She uh, talked against God. Alright, so here's one last one. These are all really short. Not all of them. The first one was very long. Here. Oh, the goose girl. Yep. Digasamat. <laughs> I sing. We're Close sorry. enough. A queen sends her daughter and her daughter's maid to a faraway kingdom so the daughter can marry a prince. En route, the maid forces the princess to switch places with her and rides off on the princess's precious talking horse, Falada. Falada? When they arrive at the castle, the, pr the false princess orders Falada killed and the real princess is forced to work as a goose girl. I don't know what a goose girl is. I think that's... I think it's the person that takes care of the goose. The geese? No. What? I think it's the person that takes care of the animals in no. the kingdom. Look up goose girl. What's that we'll, mean? We'll do that afterwards. She begs the butcher who killed Falada to hang his skull over the city gates so she can still talk to him. And she puts a curse on a boy who taunts her while she's herding geese. See, she does herd geese. What's her? Uh... The king hears of this strange girl and he asks her for her story. When he finds out the truth, he dresses the goose girl in royal garb and punishes the false princess by rolling her around in the city in a spiked barrel. Until she dies. These are creepy. It's a grim fairy tale. Yeah, that one's a grim fairy tale. They're called grim fairy tales for nothing. So, because that's their name. The Grim Brothers. That's why I said. Yeah, that's why they're called the Grim Fairy Tales. You said this a... was dark. So was everybody up to see this? Because I feel like... These aren't real, buddy. These are just stories. I know, but about the story. So wouldn't any... So in the story, wouldn't anybody try and stop the prince? Like, the king? Stop who? The prince by rolling her uh, The king is bill. the one that told her to do that. They put the imposter in the spiked barrel. But she asked the maid to be the princess. Right. The maid took the princess's place and killed the horse that talked so they couldn't tell the other people that that really wasn't the princess. And so the real princess was the goose girl. So was the spikes on the inside or the outside? My guess would be the inside because she rolled around until she died. Yeah, but wouldn't it look weird? I guess it's a barrel with spikes in it. <laughs> what? So was she, her body crammed into it so it wouldn't look like he's kicking around the person? I don't think he cared. He was punishing her. Okay, so that was... Noosed her. Huh? Noose. Yeah, well... Noosing to hang her. Guess he wanted to do a barrel instead. Now they gotta clean the barrel. He's a king. He doesn't care. He ain't gotta do it. Okay, so... They gotta clean the barrel. <laughs> so... We're going to start with the story of... Now, that, that's our German stories. For America. Now, we're going to start with American stuff. 
Ooh, yay, the Sleeping Hollow. So, I looked up the legend what? of Sleepy Hollow. Why is there a meme on the side? I don't know. So, do you know the legend of Sleepy Hollow? Yes, it's the Headless Horseman. The Headless Horseman. <clears throat> it's a short story written by Washington Irvin in what's called the Sketchbook. It was published in June of 1819. Most of the sketchbook is part of a genre known as travel literature. The book includes essays or sketches of the narrator Jeffrey Crayon's observation while he is traveling along the Atlantic. So, so it's kind of written from Jeffrey Crayon's point of view. And the most popular one that everybody knows is Sleepy Hollow. Or the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Or the Headless Horseman. That's just a character in the story. Yeah. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow takes place in Sleepy Hollow, New York. The town is characterized as static in time and contains no signs of modern life. The narrator follows Ichabod Crane, the town's school teacher. Stool. <laughs> school teacher. Why in the world was I having problems saying that? It's Ichabod Crane. Crane, whom he believes will be able to handle the punishment. Oh, wait, I skipped a, I skipped a thing there. Crane reprimand, reprimands the students whom he believes will be able to handle the punishment. He is originally from Connecticut, making him somewhat of an outsider in town. He falls for a woman, Con Katrina Von Tassel, and under the guise of giving her choir lessons, he begins to court her. Brom Bones also courts Katrina at the same time, causing the two men to become rivals. One night, Ichabod is invited over to Balt Van Tassel's, Katrina's father's farmhouse, for a party. At the party, the guests exchange superstitious ghost stories, including the legend of the Headless Horseman. <clears throat> the ghost who rides his horse in the dead of night searching for his lost head. They also speak... What? Ichabod's got big fat Big old ears. He looks like a monkey. They also speak about the legend of Major Andre, a revolutionary war soldier betrayed by his fellow soldiers and hanged. When it's time to leave the party, Ichabod leaves in a hurry... Presumably upset because Katrina has besitted his advances. On his way home, he gets chased on horseback by whom he believes is the headless horseman. The next morning, Ichabod's horse is found, and only evidence that remains from the night before is a broken pumpkin. And Ichabod is never seen or heard from again. I feel like this was a real story, but I forgot. It is not a real story, but let's see. I think they said it was a real story. No, uh, Ichabod Crane's a real person, but it wasn't a school teacher. Legend claims the horseman is a German Revolutionary War soldier and the ghost rides through the jet black night searching for his missing head. I like but that. it's just a legend. The real legend isn't Major Andre, another Revolutionary War soldier either. 
His legend is that it was hanged by a branch of a large, aggressive tulip tree. An aggressive tulip tree. What's that? It's just a tulip tree. I don't know why it's aggressive. Residents of Sleepy Hollow regard the tree with fear. Some even claim to have seen many strange sights around it. I think it's because it looks aggressive. You think? I don't know. <clears throat> Let's see. So if the real legend of Sleepy Hollow isn't the headless horseman of Major Andrew Andre Andre then who whose legend is it? Here's a hint. He's not necessarily a ghost, but he he is no hero either. Did you guess take a guess the the title the 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 title You don't have to read it, you know who it is. Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane. I can tell because there's a giant picture of him. Of him and his big old ears. <laughs> That's a spooky story, isn't it? No. You don't think so? No. Okay, next one. <laughs> Let's see. Or now. See, there wasn't actually an Ichabod Crane who was a military man, a Marine, and an Army officer who served in the War of 1812. Washington Irvin met the real Crane at Fort Pike in Sackett's Harbor, New York in 1814 and was immediately inspired by the name and character. Also, although the soldier was nothing like his namesake, school teacher. So, he was a real person, just not a school teacher. Okay, now America's Halloween Now, we'll, we got ten here, but we'll just talk about a couple of them. This one right here is... Winchester Mystery House. Do you know anything about the Winchester Mystery House? No, I don't know who the heck Winchester mm. is. So... The Winchester Mystery House. I have a feeling it was just where, where Clue was made. No. You know, you've heard of Winchester firearms? Like Winchester rifles? Winchester rifles, yes, but not Winchester firearms. Well, it's Winchester firearms is who makes Winchester rifles. Winchester is rifles. Is he still alive? No. Oh, he did? Well, this is from, like, Winchester from a long time ago. That was, like, cowboys and before. Yeehaw! So, the Winchester Mystery House is in San Jose, California. It's... The mansion was built by Sarah Winchester, the superstitious widow of William Winchester. The couple amassed an enormous wealth from the manufacture and sales of Winchester rifles. After William's death, Sarah moved to San Jose and began construction of what would become the famed Mystery House. What's the Mystery House? Legend has it that after her husband's death, Sarah Winchester consulted a medium who told her that she would be continually haunted by the spirits of all those killed by Winchester rifles. She could appease the angry spirits, however, if she never stopped construction of her home. She hired several construction crews to work night and day on the expansion, but she neglected to hire an architect, so the house is full of engineering oddities like doorways that open up to 30-foot drops and staircases that lead right into the ceiling. Huh? Sarah later justified the bizarre design of the mansion, saying it was intended to confuse and mislead angry ghosts that plagued her. So, huh? she was told... Wait. Today the house... Is the a popular tourist demonstration destination destination for all of your ghost amateur, ha amateur ha ghost hunters hoping to catch a glimpse of one, 
one Winchester trap spirit, or if they have luckily share, or if they do lucky share a Winchester herself. So she was told that she would be haunted by all the people that were killed using the rifles her family made. Yes. So she had this house that just has doors that open into nowhere. And like it says, stairs that lead into the ceiling. Isn't that a waste of the money? Well, she had, you know how much money she had from selling these guns? No. <laughs> they had lots of money. All. I don't think they had money. I just think they had gold. They had lots of money. Coins. Gold coins. It doesn't say yeah. what year they started building it, but. Probably 2015. No, this is like a long time ago. 1560? Like in the 1800s. 1892. And they kept building it till she died. Ghost of... And you can still go to that house. Hey, I was that reading... That was... We were kind of close to San Jose, but we didn't go Can there. we go that inside the house? Yeah. You can go on tours inside so the house. Does that mean I can accidentally drop in one of those 360 foot holes? My guess is said 30 foot, but my guess is they had those kind of roped off. Yeah, that Since would make sense. they let sense. people come tour it. That's kind of neat. Yes. All right. Ghost of Gettysburg. Wasn't this the War of Gettysburg? Do you remember what War of the Gettysburg was from? No, but I do know one. What? So there's supposed to be, um... So there was a woman trying to bake, and she was in Gettysburg when the fight was happening and she accidentally got shot while she was banking. So, this, this thing is that her ghost is supposed to haunt the the house and it, you can see her trying to cook. So she still is in the house or is she out in the field? No, she's still in the house. Her house was in the field. I gotcha. Like somewhere in the field. So this was in the Civil War. And I forgot where... Okay. Pennsylvania. That's what I was Didn't about to tell you. Didn't we go to Gettysburg? No, we haven't been to Pennsylvania. Hmm. We haven't really been to much that way of the country. If ghosts are somehow physically linked to the, to the location in which they died, it stands to, to reason then that battlefields would have have been signified higher rates of paranormal activity. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is certainly no explanation. Exception. Exception. The Battle of Gettysburg was the largest battle of the American Civil War and saw the largest volume of... Casualties. Casualties of the entire campaign. Today, the battleground is often cited as the most haunted place in America, and it's no surprise considering the thousands of soldiers that, of both sides that died on the conflict that lost their lives. Visitors to Gettysburg often report sightings of ghost soldiers and even entire ghost battles being fought. How creepy would that be if you saw a ghost battle? I think that's a little bit of a lie, because once in World War II in didn't the invaders come to us? No. Because, like, the um Germans? No. Germans never came over here. They tried. 
and then we killed all of them. No. There was so, only one U-boat that ever made it over here, and they never know what happened to the people that brought the new U-boat over here. Oof. They kind of disappeared. They don't know if they just kind of came over here and decided they didn't want to be German soldiers anymore, or just, if they died. They just found the U-boat. Or where was it? On shore? It, I don't remember where it was. I just know one made it over here. For all we could have known, that that U-boat had people on it, and it made to shore, and then they're still out there. Well, that's what they think. They made it ashore and just decided they didn't want to be German soldiers anymore, so they just kind of blended in. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there were German So you want to go to Gettysburg and see if... No. If we can see I mean, ghost yeah, battles? Because I want to see if I can get shot by an imaginary bullet and see what would happen. That'd be kind of creepy, wouldn't it? I would probably feel something. Hey, go back up. That one. The Bell Witch. Yeah, No? <clears throat> no? The picture looks this disturbing. Is, this is close to no. us. <clears throat> the picture the Bell looks Witch disturbing. hauntings began in the early 19th century in Adams, Tennessee. Adams family? Not quite. Ba-dum-bum. The Bell family, led by patriarch John Bell Sr., were supposedly being pestered by a local witch named Kate Bates. The haunting started off innocently enough with members of the Bell family hearing scratching noises coming from the walls. But events quickly escalated. Soon family members were being slapped and pinched and their names were being screamed by unknown entities from deep in the woods and animals were being mutilated and left for the family to find around the home. Why mutilated? Killed. Oh. No one knows exactly how or if the hauntings eventually stopped. One thing's for sure, though, we finally have someone to blame for the god-awfully amount of... You mean ungodly. Yeah, that's that was stupid. <clears throat> but yes, the Bell Witch. I think they moved, and that's when they... Because that didn't really tell much there, did it? No. Didn't tell what happened. It just kind of stopped. That currently plagued our society, the Bell Witch. Yeah. But that's close to us. That's in Tennessee. Number five. Hold on. Let's see what else we got. Because we're about out of time here. Seeing if there's somewhere we've been. We've been there. Go back up. I want to talk about that one. You don't want to talk about this one? I want to talk about the one that looks like the, the boys from Germany. Which one? The first one. This one? No, the first one. That's the first thing. The number one. That's at the bottom. That's what I'm talking about. Lizzie Borden? Nah. Go back up. Oh, you you know who Lizzie Borden is? No. Oh, then you need to hear this. There's a a rhyme that you should know that goes with Lizzie Borden. You want to read it? Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother... Forty un, un hacks? Forty wax. Oh. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father forty one. Do you not get what it says? <laughs> she murdered her family. That's what they say. Was it the side or was it the 
one that that's sharp. What do you think? Pro- what axe is it? Fire axe? And, Metal axe? Just an axe. They didn't have all those kind of axes back then. Andrew Borden, a prominent businessman in Fall River, Massachusetts, and his wife Abby were murdered in their home on the morning of August 4th, 1892. Lizzie, their spinster daughter, which a spinster was kind of a daughter who grew up and still stayed at home and never got married, was a prime suspect and eventually tried for the murder of her parents. After a lengthy trial, Lizzie was acquitted for the crime on the grounds of insufficient evidence. No one was ever really convicted for the murder of Abby and Andrew Borden. Lizzie lived out the rest of her life in a new house in Fall River, eventually passing away in 1927. The house where the murders took place, however, still stands and now operates as a rather morbid bed and breakfast. Guests who stayed at the inn claimed to hear footsteps and see ghostly apparitions walking the halls. Visitors brave enough to stay in the room where Lizzie's mother was killed have reportedly been awoken to blood-curdling shrieks coming from the floor on the side of the bed, the exact spot where Abby was bludgeoned to death. I like the folks rhyme. So that's Lizzie Borden, and that's the house. I'm going to say the folks rhyme if they didn't hear it. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. Once she saw what happened, she had done. She gave her father 41. So I like that. Whacked her mom with an axe 40 times and then went and whacked her dad with an axe 41 times. Well, you got to make sure they're dead. <laughs> Do you? All right, here's another one. <clears throat> it's called... I don't know what that says, Madame... but I said oh, Louisiana. Yep. Madame Delphine LaLaurie. I said Louisiana. Well, that's where it is. I said Laurie for Louisiana. Oh, you thought that said Louisiana? Yes. It does happen in Louisiana. Louisiana. One of the earliest and most prolific serial killers in the United States, Delphine LaLaurie, was a singular kind of evil. She appeared to be an upstanding member of the New Orleans social elite in the early 1800s and by all accounts was a perfect pleasant person as far as antebellum south societal standards go. But despite her genial outward appearance, Madame LaLaurie was an uncompromising sadist who brutalized and tortured dozens if not hundreds of slaves over the course of several decades. She lived decades? No. Yeah, she did, yeah. She tortured her slaves in the attic of a grand mansion she had built for her and her family on Royal Street in the French Quarter. The mansion still stands and has become one of the biggest tourist destinations in New Orleans. We We'd gotta go back wa- in there. We might have walked right by it and didn't even know. They what? say they can still hear the screams of tortured slaves coming from the attic and more than one is reported seeing the portly ghost of Lolori herself menacing visitors who trespass on her property. Fun fact. Nicole Cage. No, Nicholas. Nicholas Cage. Owned the home several years ago. Owned the home several years ago. Officially making the Lowry Mansion the craziest place in New Orleans. Who's Nicholas Cage? And also they spelled him wrong. No, that's how you spell it. <laughs> 
you remember the movie we watched? Um, well, National Treasure. Yes. He was the treasure hunter. The main, main one. Yeah. Oh. That was talking you, to his dad and mom and stuff. You if him? you don't know what we're talking about, watch Treasure Hunters. It's National very, Treasure. National Treasure. It's very good. There are two of them. Yep. Only in a known existence. They might might make another one, but no, it's been too long. I like the movie. They were pretty good. But watch National Treasures. Watch both of them. They're very good. They're on Disney Plus. They're on Disney Plus now, and <clears throat> goodbye. Well, how do you think of our spooky stories? Uh, some of them were weird. Some of them were. Why does that mansion look like it's got bo- bog water instead of regular water? I don't know. <clears throat> but those are leaves. So, I think all of them were pretty good, but some of them were very disturbing. Yeah, these were a lot more disturbing than normal, weren't they? Like well, the last German Especially those one. German ones. Oh, that last one was pretty bad. No, the last one was bad. Not any of the other ones weren't that bad. The German Ra- ones were fake since they were just stories. Round, I don't know how. The last, the, um, um, the one where he, um, put the, re- kids in the seat. I didn't get that. What, was he Satan? I can't tell. No, he's just a Pied Piper. They didn't pay how? him and so he made them pay with their kids. How? He just plays a little flute and they followed. How? They're not rats. Oh, it's wait. Just, it's, <gasps> they're rats. It's a story. No, they're rats. They were kids. They're rats. I'm what? getting a joke here, okay? No. Oh, okay. Calling the little kids rats. No, is that what he was doing? I don't know. No. It's right around where he had good some good music. So if you ever see some strange guy playing a flute walking through the neighborhood and kids following him, you don't follow him, right? No, but I want to kick him. Oh. In the so, leg. So, so since we're wrapping up our Halloween episode. Do you want to tell everybody what you're going to be for Halloween this year? No. You're going to wait till our after Halloween episode? Yeah. Okay. And we're going to post it on Instagram. <laughs> um, do you have anything else for our Halloween extravaganza? Uh, 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 part two, two, two. No. Nothing? But we're going to post hints about the costume on Instagram. We already have one hint. But we didn't post it on Instagram. What was the one hit? A hat. Oh, a hat. That looks like Michael Jackson. Alright. Put your com. Go in the comments down below and see. Try and figure out what, what I'm going to be. But I'm going to say the folks rhyme again. If you didn't hear me a, a, two times ago. Lizzie Borden t- <laughs> took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. Once she saw what she had done, she gave her dad, her father 41. There you go. You learned something today. Yeah, I get to tell Logan about you it. You learned about a murdering 
child. No, she wasn't a child. She was an older person. She was. And I don't know how old she was. I don't remember. She looks like a child. Yeah, she wasn't a child. Alright. So, is that all we got? Yes. No haunted stories? That's all you got? No. That's it. Did you tell your pumpkin joke here last week? The pumpkin patch? Oh, you just gave it away. I think I did. Well, tell it one more time. Oh, uh, you didn't hear it. Here it is. How do you fix pumpkin? You How do you fix pump- pumpkin? You go to a pumpkin patch. Ba-dum-bum, ba-dum-bum. All right. If that's all we got. My knee hurts. Okay. I slapped it. Okay. You have anything else for the people? No. Everybody have a happy Halloween. And like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And Please be safe out there trick-or-treating. Don't eat all your candy at once. You'll get a bellyache. In a nightmare. In a nightmare. Why would you have a nightmare? Sugar gives you... If you eat too much sugar, you get nightmares. Oh, is that what happens? No. Don't eat too much sugar. We don't want nightmares. We don't. And then you might listen to this and hear about Lizzie Borden and have a sugar nightmare of Lizzie Borden. Smacking you with an axe 80 times. Well, have a great Halloween. And until next time... Goodbye. It's a beautiful day outside. Birds are singing... Flowers are blooming. On days like this, children like you should be subscribing to us. Have a good day. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. And have a good day.